Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. And football's great again. Tottenham win, Arsenal lose, opening day of the season. Beat, beat the old enemy, Man City. Old enemy who want our striker. We're the Harry Kane team. He didn't play, he hasn't played for a long time uh, when we played them and we win. Joined again by Adam Matthews. Adam, how are you doing? Good, good. Good after yesterday, definitely. Yeah, I mean, we were both at the game, both at... Uh, opposite ends of the ground. Uh, but from my point of view, it's so loud in there. So it's like White Hart Lane is back. Uh, loud your end? What was your yeah, very loud. recollections of it? It's brilliant. It's brilliant walking in and seeing all the flags as well and um, everyone uh, optimistic and yeah, it's good. Football's back. <laughs> We've just got to hope we give Watford the same treatment. The, 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 the noise in there right from the start up until the end and the final whistle, we're just going to give Watford and every other team that same treatment because it was so loud and just reminded me of White Hart Lane. And I think the players responded to that. Some of the challenges going in there, one of the biggest cheers was Bergvine's challenge at the end when Ali was fighting for the ball and then he came in and slid it out against, I'm not sure who it must have been there right back. But yeah, uh, what were your thoughts of the game as a whole? Yeah, brilliant. Um, I mean, the first 15 minutes were a little bit, but um, yeah, we, we, we wrestled the game back um, after that 15-minute spell from Man City and more positive. Um, it was good to see the players fighting, um, especially at the end, because there were so many games last season where we would be in winning positions and we would lose it at the end. Um, so, yeah, very positive. Um, I mean, Lucas Moura was a standout performer, I thought. Tangang was a standout performer. Um, yeah, and it's good to see Oliver Skip in the middle as well with, with Hoiberg, and they look, look to have um, uh, created a good partnership in, in that holding midfield area. And um, it, it made our defence look a lot more solid. We had uh, Sanchez and Maya, and... Um, yeah, it was just just an all round good performance from Spurs, positive and and um, we, we definitely deserved our, our win without a doubt. Yeah, I, I think our defence looked a bit better because they were trying to aim for a target man that they let go to Barcelona and haven't brought another one in yet. And they, they were just crossing it time and time again. Uh, but talking to strikers, we do have to lower the tone just a little tiny bit. One negative, the only negative from the game, we do have to talk about him. We have to talk about Kane. Uh, not there at all. Uh, apparently, not even in the stand. Uh, there were yeah. there were chance at the end. Are you watching Harry Kane? Uh, Nuno said he was just uh, rested because he he's come back late from the Euros. But every other player who's in that England squad was in the squad for their respective teams. Yeah. I mean, to me, I, I think he's gone. Um, Unfortunately, so I I hope if he does go, it, it, it's amicable so that he can come back in a, you know after he's got all of his wins like Sheringham did, go and get Greaves' record because he is a legend at the club. He will be a legend at the club forever, and you know he just wants to go and win trophies because Levy hasn't really um, shown the ambition that he wants. Uh, the, the whole training fiasco, refusing to train, said last week. He's issued that statement. I'll accept that statement. Uh, yeah, I mean, what do you think of the Kane situation? Will he play this season for us or or has he gone, do you think? What what will he make of those chants as well? I, I must admit, I was chanting. I was I was chanting, are you watching Harry? 
<laughs> you know, you're in the moment. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, he's been named in our squad for um, the um, European, our European squad, um, <laughs> which um, which intimates that he he'll be here um, this season. But you just never know. You just don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Personally, I would like Spurs to really to sell sell him and, and get this all over and done with. Um, bring someone in like Martinez or, or, or another striker um, to replace him, and maybe bring in another creative midfielder or, or a um, or centre back, and um, and just move on from it. <clears throat> he obviously wants to go. <clears throat> he wants to win things, which you can't blame him for. And we need to move on as a club as well. We proved yesterday that um, we we are a good team without him. We don't necessarily, I mean, Harry Kane isn't the be-all and end-all for Tottenham. Um, so we can get £150 million for him, get a couple of decent players in, then I'll, I'll be happy. Yeah. Do, do you think that will happen or do you think it will be a Berbatov situation, literally selling with two seconds of the window to go, no chance to replace him? Or do you think we'll get someone like a Martinez in and then go and look to sell him? Or do you think, you know... We won't sell him at all. Oh, we'll either sell him and not replace him at all, and hope that those front three can um, do the job. I, I think that last part is a very risky move. Yeah, um, I'd like to see. Uh, um, oh, we'll see that Martinez. That's it coming. Uh, yeah. Wayne Bonner. Wayne Bonner always uh, puts uh, comments on here. Cheers, Wayne. Uh, we definitely need two strikers, can't put everything on Sun, Sun's shoulders or we'll burn out like Kane. And it's uh, a good point now. I mean, Sun runs himself into the ground every single game. He's doing yeah. that for 60 games. If we if, if we get far in cups and everything, yeah, then we need yeah, I, I, And then he said exactly what you said there. If he goes, get money and get players in, move on. Yeah, exactly. We do need backups because if Sun, Moore or Bergwijn... Uh, if if one or two of them get injured, then you know we, we, we're not looking um, too good at, um, at attacking wise. Um, especially if Sun gets injured for a length of time during the season, we, we'll be a bit stuck um, in terms of, of, of where the goals are going to come from. Really, um, so we do need to really, if Kane goes, we need to get some players, some strikers in, without a doubt, and we can't leave it too late. It's it's just a very confusing situation at the moment because he's not included in the squad yet uh, for, for Man City, yet um, he's included in our European squad. So yeah. it's, it's just a bit confusing at the moment. It's, it's, um, it's, it's hard to um, to um, tell what, what, what is actually going to go on. Yeah, it's, it's Wolves on Sunday, got a week off, so see if he's starting lineup for that. But that's the only negative part. We had to get that out of the way. We had to talk about him because it's a big talking point. Let's get back to positivity. The front three caused problems for City. Yeah. Maybe after 20 minutes until the end, the first 15 minutes was kind of on the back foot like you've uh, alluded to. Uh, more of a... I'll, I'll never, never hate Lucas Moore because of what he did in Amsterdam. Um but in terms of yesterday, it just showed that, that the positivity he has, even under Mourinho, when it was literally almost a crime to attack, he was the only one getting the ball and running at people, did that all day yesterday. And then what you get this time, because it's 
What I liked yesterday, and more pleasing about anything, I think, was the fact it was a defensive performance, but there was a quite clear attack and intent there and, and threat attacking. Whereas Mourinho, yeah. it was clearly defensive and there wasn't really an attack and intent. Uh, and and Mora, I thought, was front and centre at that. Bergwijn running off of him and Son running off of him. And yeah, Bergwijn, uh, Bergwijn, Mora, I thought, was the catalyst. But Son obviously scored our goal. He had another one, pretty similar move. Mm. Took a deflection, could have gone in on, a, on another day. Bergwijn should have scored. We won, we'll let him off. Worked <laughs> his socks off. He, he, he's such a workhorse. Bergwijn. Yeah. And that front three will cause problems for anybody, but obviously you can't just rely on that front three all season because one of them will get injured, suspended, tired, whatever. But in terms of going forward, I thought, yeah, because we had 13 shots on target, I think, at, at goal, oh. sorry, to yeah. City's 15 or 16. That's last year. <laughs> we we yeah. won 2-0, but they had about 15-20. We had two. Yeah. So it was a much more even game. And, and definitely had a threat and that those front three mm. City were backing off of them all game yeah I mean that's yeah. reasons to be optimistic and, and that's a front three without Kane obviously you play a certain way with Kane he's not there you've got to have another way of playing and Nuno found a way in that game certainly to make us look threatening and we got the win yeah yeah well the, the front three it it looked yesterday like they, they let the hand break off last season where um, last season under Mourinho, you know, the front three were too scared to to do something because they were too scared to do something wrong, it seemed. Mm, and it yeah. Whereas yesterday, Lucas Moura was getting the ball and he was running at players. He was running forward. He was running into space. He was, um, I mean, sometimes he did lose the ball, but you, you, you couldn't blame him for that because he was being positive. And that's what we want. That's what we want. Not, not, not all his negativity that we have with Mourinho. Um, yeah. And it works. It pays. It pays dividends because you get into positions where Sun can get it on the, the outside of the box, and and he, you know, he's so good at coming inside and then um, putting it around the keeper and that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think um, uh, Nuno has given the front three more of a license to basically just do damage and give them a bit more of a free role, which suits yeah. him, especially players like Lucas Moura. Where he can run at players, he's so skillful, so tricky, and um, and 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 that's what what works for him. Yeah, I, I think Skip and Hoiberg will come to Skip a bit mm. later on. I think they didn't really get forward at all, so that was the insurance to let those front three and Delhi as well to do what they want. Uh, Wayne's got in touch again. Uh, Wolverberg, Ryan Sanders, the front three, they'll cause trouble. Just need all three to score goals along with other players. Uh, I can't remember more having too many opportunities. He had that one with Denis that he scuffed and then Bergwijn obviously um, yeah. should have scored that. It was fairly good goalkeeping from uh, uh, Edison, to be fair to him, because he came out quickly. And then Sun obviously got the goal. But this is against Man City. You're not going to score four or five and, and have you know yeah. glorious chances every five minutes against them. But I thought, what did you think of Delhi? I thought he... he uh, First half was fairly anonymous. Second half going forward was fairly anonymous. But again, like, like I mentioned with Bergwijn, an absolute workhorse, putting himself about and, and breaking things up. So it was almost like we had three in the middle there. Mm. Uh, Delhi, Skip, Hoiberg to kind of sit and let the front three do their stuff. But yeah, I, it was a much, much better performance from Delhi. He didn't get on the yeah. ball as much or cause any goals or, or chances or anything like that, but fully disciplined and looked yeah. like he actually... 
want it to be there rather than just well this without my sponsorship which it looked like last season but what, what what did you think of his performance yeah i thought it was really good um a, a fact a stat for you he actually covered the most ground of any yeah, player on see that. yeah so he, he 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 was working hard and i think he's gonna have a very good season um i, I think he's he's he, i think he's a great player um i think the last few seasons he's, he's just let his eye off the ball Maybe he didn't get on with Mourinho. He didn't like um, Mourinho's style of play. He got left yeah. out. Um, Mourinho was was saying, you know, he was, he was digging at him a little bit, saying he doesn't work hard in training and, and all of that. Um, maybe that got him down. But I, I think he's, he's he's got his head down now, and he's he's had a good good summer. He's he's obviously got himself in shape and worked hard, and I think he will he will have a good season. He's, he, yeah. I think his education is, is 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 what he 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 needs to you know to keep going. Um, um, I think you'll have a good season, um, Daddy. Yeah. I now play less games. Yeah, I'm hoping England's journey in the Euros has a lit a fire in him. You know, I'm hoping it hurt him that they got to a final and he weren't anywhere near there, and then now the World Cup saying I'm on that plane. Um, probably did. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope that happens. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, as as good as that front three were. My man of the match, Tanganga. I mean, is that the answer to our right-back situation? You're, you're taught as a youngster, or I was anyway, if you're a winger, get the ball quickly. The first chance you get, take that full-back on. If you beat him, you've got him for the rest of the game. But as a full-back, you're taught, <laughs> when that winger takes you on the first game, make sure you let him know he's there. He battered Sterling in the first minute. Sterling yeah. left, didn't want any part of him. Grealish went over there, he battered him. And for the rest yeah. of the game, until he went off after 82 minutes... They didn't want any part of him. They actively, almost actively avoided mm. him. They get up close to him. They turn back around. Brilliant mm. performance from him. Absolute stunning right-back performance. And Gavin <laughs> said on, on Sky that um, it possibly suited him as a, a defensive game because this defensive game against City when we have more of the ball going forward, maybe Oreo or Doherty would be suited. But he put some good crosses in going forward and, you know, he set up the goal against Arsenal for Sun in the friendly as well. So I think you, you've got to give him a chance now. Whoever at the club decided that he needed to go on loan to Galatasaray needs to leave the club and go to someone else and get rid of their best player. Yeah. I thought absolute monster Tanganga. He got yeah. a one of the own chant when he came off. And I, I was a bit worried when he came off because as soon as he came off, Doherty comes on. Grealish is right back over to that left side. Mm. But luckily... Nothing came from it. Doherty played well when he came on. But yeah, Tanganga was my man of the match. I thought he was absolutely superb. And and and, and based on last season as well, where it looked like the players didn't care, him going clattering in like that and Skip did it as well. Bergwijn did it. Ali did it. Not yeah. just him, but like first minute Tanganga did it. So that, that sets a precedent. It looked like the players care for the badge again. Yes. Yeah, Tanganga was, was, was fantastic. And he's so quick, he's strong. For a player like Sterling, it's a nightmare because he's not going to get around him. Um, so, and Sterling, the whole game, he was anonymous. I didn't even realise on the pitch sometimes. So he kept him so quiet. And 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 Grealish, you know, it was, it was a bit more live live in Sterling, but he didn't he didn't really. I mean, he, he had that one chance, didn't he, where where he uh, he hit it straight at um, Lloris. But um, yeah. other than that, he didn't really make much of an impact. I don't think. I think he was quite quiet himself. Um, he, he, Tanganga he didn't give him much um, much joy. Um, yeah, brilliant performance. And, and with Skip and Hoiberg in the middle there, 
holding, you know, all, all game, they'll just break and play up, break and play up. Every time Man City look to build something, they'll break it up every time. And that's what we want because it protect, protects our back four and our two centre-backs who, you know, they, they don't deal really, that, well, last season they didn't deal with pressure very well. Um, that's what you need. That's what you need. You need two midfielders, Skip and, and Hoiberg, just to break things up all game against against teams like that. And, and that's what they did, and they did it perfectly. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just a much better and more, more balanced performance in Spurs. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, Wayne again has said he'd like to see Tanganga at uh, centre back. Um, I'm not sure. And I think when he first came in, he played at right back against Mane, superb. And then he started making mistakes because he was played at left back, centre back, right back, mm. and in a Mourinho defence as well, where no one knows who's going to be playing in defence. What I'd like to see is him now play as right back. We've got Romero who's going to start at some point, and then it's going to be who partners him. If it is Tanganga, fine, but that's the partnership going forward for Barvin's uh, suspensions injuries. But yeah, and then, but then do you just trust Aurier or Doherty or bring someone in? So I'd love to see Tanganga at right back after that. Yeah, but Aurier hasn't even been, um, he's not, not included in our European squad, neither is Ndombele. So it looks like Aurier has been um, cast out a little bit, so he might be on his way, his way out. So um, I think Tanganga on the right. Um, obviously, we've got Romero in. Uh, I mean, I don't know who, who would partner in the centre. Who, who, who would you have? Well, I don't know. I mean, what I will do is let's have a word for Sanchez and Dyer. I mean, last year, not unfair to say, both of them absolutely shocking generally as a whole. Uh, it definitely helped, I think, with, uh, like I said, Man City were trying to find the, the, the target man that just wasn't there. Mm. And if you're going to do that with people like a Sterling or Greenish who aren't particularly tall in the box... Dyer and Sanchez are going to head that ball out every single time. Yeah. And pretty much that's what happened. If, if you've got a Kane there who will back up and be strong, mm. they do get Kane. Completely different game. And then he'll obviously drag one of the defenders out, wide player comes in, then uh, Kane will make a move again and get in. And then it's a completely different game. They, they made it easier for them, I think. Mm. And But yeah, I mean, they didn't put a foot wrong. And... I think that you mentioned it about Sterling. I think one of the best things you can say about defenders is there were times I forgot Dyer and Sanchez were playing just by how little fuss yeah. they made of all the jobs they were given. But I think Man City definitely made it easy for them. It will be when we're on top having the ball. If, if those two are going to play, when we're on top having the ball and you've got to keep that concentration constantly and we get a counter-attack on us with quick players and stuff like that, which... But I can't see both of them playing each game unless Nuno changes it to a back three, which I can't see happening. So I don't know where Vodon was, but I, I, I've been a big fan of Sanchez. I, I've defended him quite a lot. I think he's got absolutely everything. He just makes mistakes, but I think he needs to be play every game. He needs that commanding guy with him. Yeah. But if you can get that, he's got everything. He's 25, so still... Only quite young, Sanchez. Yeah. Um, so he's still got a bit, uh, you know, a bit of um, you know le learning to do. Um, but I, I think most of the problem with our back, our back four last season was because they were put under pressure so mm. many, 
so much in a game under Mourinho because we invited pressure, we gave up possession. Yeah. Um, you know, eventually count, wouldn't it? No, no one can survive constant, yeah. constant, constant pressure. And having Skip and Hoiberg in front of them will, will help because they'll break things up and, and they'll give them, give them that sort of um, that, that protection that they need. Um, rather than getting battered the whole game, which, I mean, last season there were games where they were, they, they were being battered the whole game. Um, I, I don't think any defence can, can really um, no. deal with that. So, um, I mean, <clears throat> I think Romero will slot, slot in, but it's whoever he'll, he'll take, um, whose place he'll take, maybe Dyer. Yeah, Dyer seems to be a firm favourite, doesn't he? Like uh, Tommy was on last week. Mm. Was saying, <laughs> uh, Dyer seems to be the, the you know the teacher's yeah. pet wherever he goes. Uh, just one thing on Oreo as well. Wayne has said that he's got the African Cup of Nations mid-season, which is probably a good shout and possibly mm. might come in right into that uh, European um, competition. So maybe he's just being invested for that. But. Uh, <sighs> Yeah, Dyer's a bit too sluggish for me. His turning circle's a bit like a tank now. After his injury, and it, it was it appendicitis he had. Never the same after that, Wes. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely looked to me like the defence was much more comfortable because I, I think the telltale sign for Sanchez is the ball goes over his head and he doesn't even attempt to jump. He lets it bounce. And there was none of that yesterday. So it yeah. looks to me like it's been simplified and... and Maybe he said that you're fighting for my play, your place. If you play well, doesn't matter if we bought a fifty million pound guy, you're in. Whereas Mourinho, it was literally changed. You make one mistake, one interception, it doesn't lead to anything. You're dropped, and it's just yeah. But another defender I like to talk about as well, just quickly. Reggion looked so much better defensively than he did last season, and we've said maybe simplified and everything like that. You mentioned Hoiberg, Skip. And we had an attacking outlet, so the pressure wasn't constant. And maybe that's all it needed. Because he, he looked superb yesterday. He, he didn't get forward as much as he normally does. We saw some of the crosses he stuck on Kane's head last year. But, yeah, I mean, all of a sudden, that back four looked quite solid. <laughs> yeah. Even though Man City yeah. did help us out. But, yeah. Well, um, if, if you remember, you know, four seasons ago, when we had the, the best defensive record in the Premier League, um, we did have one Yama and we had um, Dembele protecting that back four hmm. um, or, or that back line. And I, I, I think it just it just works having a couple of players in that position, just breaking play up the whole game, just going around, breaking play up. Whenever they try and, the opposition try and put th things together, break it up, break it up, get in their faces, don't let them do anything. And, and yesterday against Man City, that was happening. Man City couldn't get, really get anything going um, because it was just getting broken up, broken up. There's always Skip or there's Hoiberg or there's someone in, the, in in their creative players, you know, face all the time. And they don't like it. They don't like it. And um, it, it, it will affect them. And they won't be able to um, um, create anything. They won't be able to put anything together. Um, and it, it works. It works. Just get in their faces. And um, I, I think that's what we need. Yeah, that's what I mean, Arsenal. That's why they're <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Everybody in that position. You know, remember when they had Vieira and they had Petit? Um, mm. They had uh, two players there protecting the back four. I mean, that's what we've got now. 
with, with Skip and, and Hoiberg. We had that with Wanyama and, and Dembele. And it, it works, especially against teams like Man City. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It's Wolves next, isn't it? And then Watford, which Watford at home, you'd expect them not to be gung-ho attacking. So maybe a sit-back and counter-attack. Wolves, Wolves are a counter-attacking team because of that one guy they've yeah. got in the middle of the pitch. Um, so it'd be very interesting. It'd be completely different games. Uh, it could be cancelling each other out with two um, um, counter-attacking teams. But... Skip, uh, I was hoping he was he would start just a similar way that uh, Mourinho did with Tanganga against Liverpool. Throw him into the furnace, into the lion's den, see what he's got. If he can get through that, get through anything. But nervy 10 minutes, like we've said, but that's to be expected. You're against the champions. Your first real mm. big premise, uh, first time he's played in the started in the premiership, isn't it? Uh, I think, yeah, grew into the game, like you said, along with Hoiberg, was were the kind of marshalling. Um, protectors if you like didn't really go forward but broke, broke play up and yeah. the one time he did go the one the few times he did go forward Hoiberg's nowhere near a forward line times where Hoiberg's gone forward a little bit skips on the halfway line and hopefully now they can get a partnership there they're both fairly young as well I mean skips 20 I think Hoiberg's only 25 26 maybe yeah. but yeah, yeah, very experienced Hoiberg, so he'll be able to show him the ropes. It'd be very interesting if 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 we do line up in exactly the same uh, starting lineup, if one of those gets a bit more license to go forward when we have the ball. Mm. But yeah, I mean, what did you think of Skip? And do you think he's now forced it? Like Tanganga, in my opinion, forced his way into that starting lineup against Wolves. Yes, hundred percent. He's got to be in that starting lineup. Um, I thought it was brilliant. Um, yeah, he had a nervy first 10 minutes and he took out, I think it was, it was Grealish, wasn't it? Um, just outside the box. Yeah, very um, close. But um, yeah, he, he, was, he, was he was colossal, really. Um, the whole game, you, you saw him, he, he, was, he was on top of players, he was, he was breaking things up. Um, he even helped out in defence when they were looking a bit, um, you know, he came to um, the... Uh, the right-hand side, he came to the left-hand side. He, he was all over the place. He was brilliant. Um, yeah, he was, he was just one of them players, um, along with Hoiberg, just marshalling and, and protecting that back four, and that's what we need. I think Hoiberg went forward a little bit more. I remember w w there was one chance Hoiberg had um, where he, um, I think Stuffed he, he was um, but he came into the box. But um, obviously, while Hoiberg was doing that, Skip was back. And um, they obviously have that understanding. And I think they can build on that during the season. And we, I don't think we can disrupt that unless one of them gets injured, obviously. Um, but I, I think we need to keep that solid midfield partnership there. And I think that would be, um, be good for, for the rest of the season. And, and I think that will um, work well for us, especially for um, defensive-wise and, and playing teams like um, uh, you know, Liverpool, Man United, um, Chelsea... We do like to play um, a lot of their play around the opposition box and like to um, move the ball around quick and, 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 and create things. And they've got a lot of creative players getting their faces. And, and, and that's what um, Skip and Hoiberg will do and, and not let them play. Yeah, we definitely look like a team again. Last season, I mean, we beat Man City 2-0 last season, but I still have no idea how we did that. 
Yeah, exactly. Because they, yeah. they had clear, a fair few clear chances in that game. But yeah, yeah, yesterday we were well worthy of our points in in that game, and we actually looked like a team. You know, Hoiberg and, and Skip working together, it seems, and then working together with the back four, where it looked like six individuals last season at times. Uh, yeah. Front three working as a three, whereas it looked like I mean that Leipzig game or both of the Leipzig games when Kane and Son got injured, and I think we had Bergwijn, Moore, Delhi up top. It just they were you throw a blanket over all three of them. Whereas today, today, yesterday, clear plan mm. throughout the whole yeah. pitch, and and you know <laughs> our worst player was Lovis, and only worse because he didn't really have that much to do. He made one save in the second half, which was a bit of a Hollywood save, but did what he needed. Caught a few balls, which released pressure. Made one mistake, I think, in the first half where he came for a cross, didn't get near mm -hmm. it. But other than that, he wasn't really tested. And, and again, um, <laughs> when your goalkeeper isn't really in the game, you don't really notice him. You know your defence has done pretty well. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I, it just, yeah, I mean... Having that attacking threat, even in a defensive performance, and looking like a team again, and a hungry team. Mm. Maybe the whole Kane wants to win trophies, I can't win them here, is galvanised and go, we're better than you think, we, we can win a trophy. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I definitely... That's worked in our favour. Yeah, I definitely saw more hunger there, and, and more working as a team. They're definitely more positive. They definitely seem happier. I mean, after the game, you know, they spent a long time on the pitch, you know, applauding the fans. And, and um, you know, when they won that game, you could tell it meant a lot to them. Um, yeah, I, I think um, Nuno, he's meant to be a good man manager as well. Mm. And I think he brought, um, uh, he's brought a lot of positivity back to Spurs, which is what we need. We just need that. Because the last couple of seasons, I think, that positivity has just gone, just totally gone, and um, and and it tells. You you can tell on the pitch. There's no. I mean, the last couple of seasons, there's been no confidence in our play. Um, players like like Mora um, just haven't been confident in, in in some games. But yesterday, there was positivity, there was confidence. Everyone played for each other. You know, right at the last minute, there was there was there was big tackles going. Um, you know, not not letting Man, Man City. Um, have any time on the ball at all it, it was brilliant it was good yeah i mean you talk about a good man manager i think after Mourinho, david brent would probably be considered quite a good man manager but uh, i mean do you definitely think that the, the way that nuno seems to be is going to be helping the players there rather yes. than Mourinho, which is get up against the, the wall you're going to be shot if you make a mistake yeah and Mourinho, I, I i just think he's lost touch with um, modern modern football players um, and he just doesn't know how to how to deal with them and manage them. Um, and yeah, it, it showed because I mean the the, the football the football we played, it, it just looked like um, there was just no confidence there at all. Stacked all the confidence out out of our players. Um, you know, there was no creativity because they were too scared to do anything that was out of what Mourinho had instructed them to do. And you know, creative players, it can't work. They can't work like that. Um, so yeah, I think Nuno is 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 going to bring a lot more. Um, he's he's going to bring a lot more confidence to the players. He's better man manager, um, 
and um, I hope he just gets the best out of all of our players and um, and we can um, surprise people this season, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, possibly Kane saying he wants to leave is maybe galvanised and Nuno coming in as well as galvanised. But I definitely think the fans have as well, because that, like I've said, that was super loud. And yeah, yeah, I, I, I've lost my train of thought there. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, the, the fans coming back. No surprise to me that Brentford won. Let, let's have a moment of laughter for Arsenal losing. OK, uh, so <laughs> Brentford have just come up. They're on cloud nine. They've got the fans back. Their manager won't have to really uh, motivate them. Arsenal just didn't turn up. And you could yeah. argue that that's exactly the same for us and Man City. Yeah, I mean, Arsenal asking for that, weren't they? There's um, obviously um, something very, very wrong behind the scenes at Arsenal, which, um, good. which is good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the fans being there obviously um, spurred us on uh, and uh, spurred the players on. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a strange one with Man City. They, they just didn't seem to um, to click and they just didn't seem to put anything together, really. And um it, I, I think it is the lack of a, having that um, that goal scorer. Um, they, they obviously they haven't placed Aguero. Um, that that Torres he's he's rubbish. Um, <laughs> he, he wasn't in the game at all. I didn't even know he was on the pitch. He was terrible. Um, Jesus he's a good player, but he's not he's not at that 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 level that that um, Aguero yeah. was. Um, yeah, I, I, I just think it's. Um, I mean, I mean, Man City didn't score in the in the, in the Charity Shield either. Um, yeah. They didn't score in the, in the Champions League final. Um, it's, it's something going on there, and yeah. they're just lacking firepower. Um, they need to get rid of that Torres. He's he's just terrible. Yeah. Well, I think as well, Man City are good when they have the ball, and then generally, a lot of teams against City sit back. Whereas when yeah. teams go into them and, and uh, 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 not bully them, but uh, physical against them, yeah, they don't Get necessarily the- like it. And we were very physical yesterday, starting with Tanganga in the first minute. Skip, yeah. Hoiberg, Hoiberg does it anyway. Yeah. Delhi, Bergvine, even Mora and Son. Uh, and they don't seem to like it. And, and it kind of knocks them off their rhythm. Yeah, it does. I mean, they create, I mean, the stats, I think, were quite kind to Man City. Mm. Because they did have more shots than us, but in the second half, I could only see Spurs scoring. Really, mm. I mean, we we had the best chances. We should have gone two up. Bergvine, I mean, he's he's a good player. He's he's only young, but um, he'll he'll get that end product um, soon. He just needs to be a bit more clinical and in front of goal he just needs to be more, more confident in front of goal yeah um, I, I, I do think the keeper did quite well though he's out very quickly uh narrowed the angle but yeah he, he should still be scoring if he was, if he was, i mean you could tell from marlock as soon as he went one-on-one he wasn't going to score that because he, you could just tell by his body language um if he was confident you would maybe taken it around the keeper he made have maybe have chipped it over the keeper he may have done something um, but um, you can just tell he's, he's not quite there for those one-on-one, those big big moments. Yeah. And that was the same last season as well. Um, he was the same. He missed a lot of chances, didn't he? Um, 
think, I, I think the Liverpool game at Anfield last year completely destroyed his confidence. Not the game, but the the abuse and death threats he got afterwards. I completely killed his confidence. That's just not. Uh, yeah, that's, that's just disgusting. But um, yeah. it, 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 it's still a fact that he, he he needs to get better on those one-on-one situations. Um, and he will. I think he will. I think he's a good player, very good player. And um, obviously, was, I think Tottenham looked like they're more likely to score. Uh, yeah, and City getting an equaliser, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, that was another pleasing thing, wasn't it? The amount of times last season, I think it was 23 points that we uh, dropped from winning positions. Yeah. Oh, thanks. And, and literally last year, there were a lot of times we go 1-0 up and then we didn't bother attacking for the rest of the game. And <laughs> that, that was, I think, against Wolves where we scored after a minute and we didn't attack again for the rest of the game until we conceded the equaliser, by which time yeah. there were only five minutes left. But yeah, yesterday we were still going for it. And, and yeah. yeah, I mean... We spoke about more. I think it could be a massive season for him. I, I said uh, uh, before the season, I thought it could be a massive season for Bergwijn. Could be for both, but yeah. it, it looked to me like those front three son, excuse me, son Bergwijn Moore had license to just swap over. Yeah, which is obviously going to cause problems for defences because they don't know who they are marking. But yeah. Moore seems to be playing a bit more deeper because that's where the ball breaks and then he's able to run. And the amount of times he picked up pieces and I mean, he still gets the uh, bird wide chance. He still managed to get through when he was trying to tackle Sun. <laughs> but yeah. He still managed to get through. So I think he's possibly playing a bit deeper because that's where the ball breaks and that's where space is. And, and yeah, I mean, he's never ever since I've seen him been fearful of running at people. And what that'll do, if you know someone, it's the same as Ericsson. When Ericsson played, you get people running because they know there's someone there who can find them 50, 60 yeah. yards. If you've got more of a running through, mm. you're going to have people running like a Bergwijn or Sun because they know there's a good chance that he's going to um, uh, get through the lines and then have a pass on it. And then yeah. they're also going to do that because they know that they've got a Hoiberg and a Skip there who, if it does break down, you've got bodies back to try and nullify that or at least at the very least, hold it up for you to come back. So, yeah, yeah uh, so much pos- positivity, not just the fact that we beat Man City, not just the fact that Man City didn't really do that much. You you can argue they didn't do that much looking for the striker, but you can argue that we forced them to do that by not giving them space in the middle. But, yeah, I mean, exactly. how far do you think we can go this season? And then it is important, I will stress this to everybody, let's not get carried away. It's one game, it's at home, it's Man City yeah. early in the season. But... Yeah. There are so many more, so many things to be positive about on that one performance, which obviously just need to carry on and improve. But yeah, I mean, has that changed your uh, perception of where we'll finish? You, you were saying last week, top five, top uh, fifth or sixth, no higher than that. Has that changed your perception, or is it literally no because it's one game in and it's yeah. a good result? But calm down. I can't see us breaking into the top four this season. Hopefully, we can have a good season. Obviously, get fifth, or get in the top six, with with, with a, you know, get our squad stable. Um, going into next season, not having a Harry Kane situation hanging over us, having a good squad and maybe bringing in a couple of players to build on that for next season, and maybe looking to get into the Champions League next season. Or you know, next season for the season after. But I don't think we'll break into that top four. I mean, if you look at Chelsea's squad, 
they've 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 strengthened so much. Um, look at Man, Man United. I mean, they, they they just look they look pretty awesome um, against um, Leeds. Um, Bruno Fernandez and, and Pogba in the middle are looking looking great, and um, they've still got players to come back. They've got Rashford to come back. They've got Sancho to come in. They've got Varane. Um, you look at Liverpool. They're they're still very very strong. Um, they've got Van Dijk back, um, and, and Man, Man City will be strong. I mean, mm. they've had a blip. The slow start. If they get Kane, especially, they'll press on and 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 you know they'll do well. Um, so I can't see Tottenham breaking into the top four this season. But hopefully, we can be in a position at the end of this season where we can say next season I think we're going to do something, and I think we're going to um, uh, we, we we've got a chance to get in the top four. Yeah, I mean. Wayne has said our main problem will be scoring goals, which if Kane doesn't play and Kane go, even if Kane goes, we get someone else in, that could be a problem. And it's going to be all be on Sun's shoulders, which. Yeah, yeah. So I think we definitely need another striker. Well, a striker in or Kane stays, which even if Kane stays, I think his heart's pretty much set on going and winning trophies and best will in the world you can always say well I'll try my hardest but your mind is slightly going to be elsewhere um, yeah. but yeah I, I, what I'd say about Man United is that they were playing Leeds at home, Leeds know only one way of playing football and that's attack the amount of spaces they leave um, Pogba obviously gets the headlines because it's a form assist but the amount of space that they left him when things broke down because they just attacked was yeah. I mean it, it, it and if someone of Pogba's quality is going to find balls there. I mean, I think it was Bruno's yeah. first goal. I'm not even sure Pogba looked. I think he just flicked it around. But I, I, I think fans back, and, and as long as this coronavirus thing doesn't mirror up again and, and fans in capacity are back for the whole season, I think fans could make a huge, huge difference this season. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you heard what it was like at White Hart Lane, uh, White Hart Lane, Tottenham Stadium. It sounded like White Hart Lane, and the, the roar and just the constant, constant barrage of noise. Old Trafford will be like that. Leeds will be fantastic at home, and away from home, maybe not. Yeah, Anfield. So Good it wouldn't forward. surprise me if Liverpool went and won the league again. Uh, mm. Man City, which mm, I'm not sure. Chelsea, not sure about them, but yeah, yeah. Ch Ch Chelsea, I'm not sure about them. They they buy all of these players each year, which is fine. They're good players, but sometimes they don't gel. I mean, Lukaku knows Chelsea, and, and you know, yeah. so he might be a, a, a different one. And he, he he's an upgrade on Abraham, isn't he? It's, even though Abraham's quite good, so probably help Abraham going to Roma where. There's not really any expectation on him. He applies trade quietly. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah I, I don't think we'll win the league. I think that, even though I said Man United calmed down, I think they're in that conversation of winning the league with City and uh, Liverpool. Maybe Chelsea, but I think the Chelsea's, the Leicester's, uh, Everton, if Benitez gets them playing... Uh, other teams there. I, I think we're I think we're in that shout for fourth. Whether we'll get fourth is a completely different thing. Yeah. Being in the top four race and getting fourth are two set very separate things. But I, yeah, yesterday showed me that we've got a way of playing 
and we 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 could stick to a plan and be a threat as well. Uh, yeah. Whether we'll score the goals, like Wayne mentioned, uh, you know, that's obviously going to depend on what happens in the next uh, two weeks with this transfer window and everything. But we've definitely got a way of playing. We definitely looked a lot more solid yesterday, which was yeah. our issue last year. I mean, I know Kane scored, uh, what did he score, 20-something, and then set up another 14, and Son scored a hatful as well. So, But, you know, our defence was leaking goals left, right and centre. That was our issue last year. Yeah. So if you get that sorted, then sort out this striker thing to make sure you get goals. I mean, if, if we conceded, you know, those 23 points we dropped, if we'd have uh, clawed, not dropped 15 of them, we'd have been right into that Champions League. Yeah. And then you, you can always nick a goal. You can always nick a goal. Uh, mm. But yeah, I, I definitely think, uh, and this Europa League as well, I know Kane's in the squad, but I think that's probably just a, a backup. He won't be playing in them group games. No. Unless it's to boost his fitness up and he's staying. But he, he ain't going to be playing in them group games. People like Sun won't be playing in them group games. Might come off the bench if we're struggling, but it's essentially like a reserve game. So most of the top players there, first team players, are going to be playing on Sunday, having a rest until next Sunday. Yeah, and that's how Leicester won the league, and then Chelsea the year after because they didn't have European football. Whereas uh, Manchester City, Man United, Liverpool, Chelsea, yeah, Leicester in the Europa League, all have European football. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I, I, I think Everton actually going to be a bit of a surprise this season, especially under Rafa Benitez, because he always gets the best out of his players, and he always gets the best out of his team, whoever he, whoever he has whatever squad he has, he always gets the best out of them. And Everton have got some good players. I mean, they've got Calvert-Lewin up front, who, who scored a lot of goals, Carlison. Um, they've got some very good players. Um, and I, I think Everton will be a bit of a surprise this season. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think Leicester will have as, as good a season as they did last season. I mean, I know they missed out on the Champions League, but they were in that top four the whole season. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they'll be they'll be close this season for some reason. Um, I've, I mean, I think they were lucky against Wolves the other day. Um, I think they're very lucky against Wolves. Um, I thought they were, they were quite open and um, uh, Wolves had quite a few chances really. Um, but um, yeah, I, I just don't think it's going to happen to Spurs this season. I think it's going to be a bit of a transition season for us. But I, I just hope. We're a bit more positive because last season was was a disaster. Um, so, <laughs> do you think we'd have been as negative last season if it was this season and fans were back? Because fifty odd thousand or whatever were in there yesterday would not have stood for the football yeah. that was there last season. So, do you think Mourinho would have changed, or do you think it's Mourinho who's like, "I'm Mourinho, I'll do what I want, I know best," and it wouldn't have made a difference. It wouldn't have made a difference. I remember going to see um, Spurs against Norwich in, in the FA Cup just before um, the uh, coronavirus, and, and we were poor. We only started playing 10 minutes from the end, and um, we got the draw, went into penalties, and we lost the penalties. I think it was that Gedson Fernandez who uh, basically yeah, passed yeah. the keeper. Um, and and our, our play was, was so lethargic and um, negative and, and there was no urgency about our play whatsoever, no positivity. It was, it was dreadful football. 
Um, so I don't think the, the fans would, would, have, would have changed anything, really. I think Mourinho would have been set on that, you know, very disjointed, strange play that he, he made Tottenham play. And, um, and that would have been it. Yeah, that was the game Dyer went into the crowd, wasn't it? I mean, that was the height of the toxicity at Tottenham, which yesterday was far, far from that. It was a vibrant, positive atmosphere even before the game, even even yeah. when people knew Kane wasn't playing and, and the worry of uh, potentially those two def- central defenders in the middle. But yeah. there was still a positivity, no toxicity at all. And yeah, so I, I, I think fans will play a huge part of this season. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. I, I, I think Leeds will be fantastic at home. Brentford, I think, will be fantastic at home. Just because, I mean, Leeds are a huge, huge club. They haven't been in the Premiership for a while before last season. But huge, huge club. Huge following. And, and yeah. even in like League 2, at the, the depths of their um, poor form, they were still getting like 40,000 in. Yeah. Yeah, and they'll make a lot of noise. They're definitely fallen giants, weren't they? But um, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they've got a good manager, but as you said, Leeds. Um, when when it's um, they they kind of implode like against Man United when it when when they let in a couple of goals and yeah. it's not going where they implode and they they set the floodgates um, open and they just concede, concede, concede. But you will get games where Leeds. Um, you know they 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 batter teams. They're, they're a little bit um, little bit strange in that sense. Yeah. Um, but it's a little bit dangerous at the same time, I think, because mm. if if they, if they lose that confidence at any point and and they they, they lose and lose and lose and lose, they could go on a, a really um, dangerous sort of streak and, and and end up in that in the wrong end of the of, of the table. I think they've got that um, that. Uh, that could happen to them, but um, yeah, I'm not sure whether I think they'll just attack, 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 and it won't change the game. They'll get a few tonkings this season. They've already had one, yeah. But then I think they could hand out a few as well. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we did like that. Was that was what they they were last season? I think they handed us one, didn't they? <laughs> well, it was three 0 but yeah, I mean it could have been more. But yeah, I, I think yeah, I mean they'll be exciting again. West Ham, I think. European football will catch up to them. I, you know, I know they uh, won yesterday, but they the, the goals they conceded were awful. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think, uh, yeah, Howie, Wolves, they were unlucky against Leicester, you said, but I don't think uh, mid-table for them. Villa, not sure about them. They're, they're, they're in a kind of transition period as well after losing their best player and they've got three yeah. players to replace him, so it's going to take a little while for them to deal. Arsenal, I don't, I don't know about them. They have another team who could, who could come into it. They're still in a transition period, but they are major. Whereas yesterday we had that fight, even right at the end, we had that fight. They, they didn't have any fight against Brentford. Almost like, oh, we've won this. We just Worry. have to turn up. And Worry, the two best players, both 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 sick, both ill. I yeah. mean, there's obviously something going on there. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I just think they're in in a bit bit of a shambles uh, behind yeah. the scenes. 
In terms of the top four race, I think there's a, a lot more teams than normal who are considered title challenges. Yeah, I think all the top yeah. four. Yeah. Only one of them can win it, obviously, and then you put possibly got three others, so that takes out the top four. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm always positive with Spurs, even if we were bottom of the league with zero points after 20 games, I still think we'd win every game. But I, I definitely think we can get top four. Fourth, rather, not top four. I think anything higher than the fourth is going to be very, very tricky. But I, I definitely think we're in that top four race. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just don't think we we are competing with, with, with these, you know, Man United, Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea. Um, it, it's, it's very hard to compete with them. Mm. Very hard to compete with them. I mean, you know, look at the backing they've got. Um, look at the players they can just bring in. Um, yeah, it's just very hard to compete with them. And um, especially if um, Man City get Kane, you know, it's just going to be very hard to compete. And um, I, d I just don't think we're there competing with them yet. And um, I don't think we'll be there very often competing with them. No. Um, what do you think? Yeah. What do you think of the next game? Obviously, Wolves going to be a very different game. Yeah, likelihood is they're going to sit back and play on the counter with um, Troy. What I would say is, uh, brilliant that Jimenez is back after that horrific injury. Brilliant that he's back. Hopefully, it's a not a brilliant game for him on a Sunday. But um, it's given Troyore as well. If if Jimenez can get back up to speed, it's given Troyore his target man again. He was finding him quite a lot before the horrific injury and. Uh, yeah, getting down the line and crossing balls in for him. And you talk about Man City don't have a target, man. If if my worry with Jimenez going forward is he won't go for headers like he used to because he won't want to get clattered, and that, that's a big, big, big part of his game. But how, how do you see that game going? Do you see see it the same eleven that start against City, or do you see there'll yeah. be changes, or do you think it'll be a different game plan, or, or how do you see that going? I don't think there'll be many changes. Um... I think Tottenham will win. Um, I think Wolves are are not the, the team that they they were maybe a couple of seasons ago, a few seasons ago. Um, I think Traore, um, you know, Wolves we, we need to get more than more than five chances for him to score. Um, he's you know he's not clinical, is he? You know, he's he's, he's not got much of an end product. I don't think uh, Traore. I think he's a very overrated player, if I'm honest. Um, I mean, he's got the strength, he's got the speed, but um, you, you see his stats from last season. I mean, he didn't he didn't score many goals and he didn't assist. Um, we saw him against Leicester. He had that one on one and he he fluffed that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm not that worried about Troy. Um, I, I, I think it'd be a, a Spurs win two nil. Yeah. Let's hope you're right here. Yeah. I'll be yeah. doing a preview for that. Uh, hopefully, Eugene is coming back half 12 on Friday. But yeah, uh, pretty much reached the end. We could carry on talking about it. But <laughs> there's not really anything else to talk about. We've covered everything. Uh, first, I mean, what I will say is, uh, I don't know about your thoughts. Uh, when, when the fixture list was handed out, Nuno had only been in the job a week or so. And there already talk of him getting, he could be fired by October because of that run. Man City were considered one of those teams that could really cause us problems. We've got three out of three points in that. Mm. Uh, we've got Arsenal, which will be at home. And, and 
they didn't turn up against uh, Brentford. North London derby is completely different. But a North London derby, I, you get the odd one where one team's at the top and one's at the bottom and the team at the top wins. But generally, those kind of games, derbies, are who wants it more. Yeah. And if, if the desire from Arsenal is the same as it was against Brentford and ours is the same as it was against City, it's, it's a win for us. But, uh, you know, it, it's never, ever going to happen like that. And But that, that's a way. We can still win that. Chelsea at home will be tricky. But again, we can still win that. The, the, the fans will be really up for that, I would have thought. Yeah. So you could end up, you know, like I said, when those fixtures are released out, yeah, it could be a terrible run of games and terrible points tally, but it also could, also could be a brilliant one. We chuck out three arrivals before we've even really started. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's the games like Wolves and Watford we need to win. Yeah. I mean, no point in beating Man City and the next week losing the Wolves. Yeah. If you want to even have a chance of getting in the top four, we've got to beat Wolves away. We've got to beat Watford at home. I mean, Chelsea, Arsenal, they're the games that, you know, you want to win, but you're not necessarily expected to win. Mm. Um, especially Chelsea. I mean, Arsenal maybe, but um, Chelsea at home, you know, you're not expected. Spurs really aren't expected to win it. They weren't expected to win yesterday. Um, but if, if you can pick up points against the big guys, but make sure you win against Wolves, against Watford, against Crystal Palace, we've got coming up. Mm. Um, then they're the sort of games we need to win and not drop points. Um, otherwise, we've we no chance of getting in the top four. Yeah, I mean, they're the ones we've, a lot of the ones we dropped points at last season, weren't they? But yeah. I mean, yeah, Newcastle, Fulham, um, West Ham, we dropped points against them all. And it's, it's frustrating. We'll end up mid table if we keep doing that. So, um, like we did last season, seventh. So, um, yeah, we, we, we need, they're the games we really need to make sure we win. Yeah, I, I think we'll be all right this season. But, yeah, uh, we've come to the end there. Uh, thanks so much for coming on again. You're like a regular now, three weeks in a row. Yes. See if we can do that to the end of the season. But, uh, yeah, I'll be back on Friday. Hopefully we're Eugene again. Uh, uh, Wolves uh, Spurs preview. And then hopefully we can get another three points there, six out of six, and hopefully on our quest to top four. But yeah, cheers, Adam. Hopefully you'll be back on Monday. Thank you. Cool. And then come on, you Spurs. Thank you so much for watching, for everybody who participated in the live chat and added comments. Before you go, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Anybody who couldn't watch the live video, you can still catch us on YouTube. Add any comments, suggestions or questions to the comments section on the video. Anybody who's listened to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anybody who wants the audio-only podcast, you get this wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, you'll find all the information there. We'll be back soon. We're live Mondays, 8pm. Fridays half 12 UK time until then come on you Spurs